Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. And I'm Kelly. And we are finishing our uh, coverage of the leftovers that we've already seen. <laughs> the, uh, Le- the, the leftovers, leftovers past. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, season two. And this was a very densely packed season because apparently this is the part that's it's off book. The, mm. the book covered pretty much the first season. And so this was a densely packed season two in Texas. And, yeah. And this was amazing. I mean, as much as I loved season one, I loved season two even more. Yeah. And yeah, I did just real quick, one of the things that I particularly enjoyed about it that we talked about when it aired at the time was how wasn't it yeah four of the episodes essentially could have been episode one of season two right right because they were all at um the same time but from different perspectives yeah so so that well actually those first three and then it kind of rolls into what happened in 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 the in number four yeah and then of course even later we still had flashbacks Mm -hmm. from another perspective (laughs) right and that one could not have been used as episode one of course Mm -mm. the first then there would have been no mystery (laughs) right definitely uh it filled in the blanks of episode one but the first three episodes could have been watched in any order Right. I love the order that they showed them in, particularly the first one, since it introduced us to, to new characters like that. Right. But yeah, you really could have watched right. them in any order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I know uh, when we spoke last time, uh, even, you know, some of the, the events from the second episode oh. kind of rolled into the season. <laughs> so, right. So, yeah. <gasps> that I forgot about. I, I thought we're from season one. Yeah. 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 Especially since I binged and in my rewatch of seasons one. And exactly. Two. Yeah. When, when you watch them like that and, and they do roll from one into the other that, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Though it seems, I mean, we'll see what happens. It seems like, season three might not have that problem being in a totally different place and looking different. But if there are flashbacks, then yeah. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Never know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's jump into this. We're going to read the episode descriptions like last time and uh, then fill in what we want to fill in. So Season two, episode one, Axis Mundi. Jarden, Texas was renamed Miracle after it was discovered that no one departed. Among the local families is the Murphys, the father John, mother Erica, and their twins, Evie and Michael. Meanwhile, Kevin Garvey, Nora Durst, and Jill Garvey, and Lily show up in Miracle to start over, but Kevin cannot seem to escape his past. Mm. Yep. 
And now as, as we are told, I don't, oh yeah, it must not have been in that episode, but maybe episode two, um, the town is still Jardin. Miracle is technically the national park, the state, state park or national park, whatever. National. Mm-hmm. National. Okay. Around it. Yeah. But they keep, they do keep saying miracle because that song that we hear them sing in episode one and one love a miracle, da, 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They have a new town anthem. <laughs> yeah. That God has blessed our town. Yeah. Yeah. It's at the end of this episode that the three girls disappear. Mm-hmm. Evie and her two friends. Yeah. And, and we see a lot of the, the weirdness <laughs> that's going to show up again later. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Is, is that the episode where we already I, see John and his firefighter friends yeah, go over to yes. the palm painter right. reader's house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they burn down the house. So, and then that becomes significant in episode two. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And later, not the burning down part, but that character. Yeah. Right. Right. Quite significant. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in episode two, it's called A Matter of Geography. Mm-hmm. Kevin, Nora, and Jill try to pick up the pieces in the aftermath of the Mapleton riots, but problems from the past keep resurfacing. The new Garvey clan gets a fresh start in the safety of Miracle. Nora makes an impulsive choice while Kevin gets entangled in the Murphy family's problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an interesting way of saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that is where we actually started back in Mapleton. And yeah, the, yeah. the title of that episode came from the researcher showing up wanting to buy Nora's house because they're speculating that or their, their theory is that or hypothesis, I forget which. Um, <laughs> hypothesis for theory. Hypothesis and then it becomes a theory, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that um, she had three family members disappear from that spot because what? It's a focal point, the geography of the place. Um, yeah, and so they offer an insane amount of money. Was it $2.5 million, dollars two point seven five, something like that? Um, so she takes that, and uh, that is where Kevin goes back and digs up Patty's body. Right. right. And, and kind of turns himself in for... And they won't um, take him. No. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the, the the cop says do you want to blow your life up <laughs> uh and the other then her impulsive decision is when they discover that their house in jordan had been has burned down they don't know how uh there <laughs> happens to be an auction for a house going on and there hadn't been one before that for like six months so nora is in a bidding war and jumps it up to $3 million Yep, and gets it. And they happen to become neighbors of the Murphys. That's right. (laughs) And yeah. And one of my favorite lines from this is, you know, when they, they go to see Matt 
and they're they're staying with Matt and Mary, and uh, they're talking about some something. And Kevin defends Matt, and Nora says to them, "You two bury a body together, and now you've got each other's backs." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's like, well, of course, something as important as burying a body. Yeah. And uh, how would you not have each other's backs after that? Like forever. Yeah. Right. Right. You'd kind of, you you'd have to, but now that you know, turned himself in and turned in the body, and and they, mm-hmm. you know, the authorities know the story. Then you know. Yeah. Whatever. His part of it, at least, he didn't tell about Matt, did he? I guess not. Yeah. I guess not. So that was cool. So, oh, and his being embroiled in the Murphy's problems, he got, a, he, he emerged from the dry, all of a sudden dried up lake with the yeah. cement block chained around his ankle. Uh-huh. Found the empty car with the radio blaring, oh. music, music blaring. Walked up to the car to peer inside, left a muddy palm print on the car, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, felt scared and darted away and hid. That's right. When John's right. car approached. Yep. Would it have been better for him to stand there and, and wait? Knowing John, well, knowing what we um, know about John, probably not. Right, he would have been beaten to death right there, and probably they would have never gotten any answers until the uh, finale. Uh, <laughs> probably, yeah, because at that point, I'm sure you know John's son uh, Michael was was with him, but I, I I don't think he would have stopped it at that point. Yeah. Uh, John is definitely of the shoot first and ask questions later school of Texas thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you, if you do that, then you can't get an answer. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll see that later. Yeah. Okay. Episode three off ramp. Mm. Lori and Tom Garvey's, Tom Garvey work to rescue lost souls uh, and it takes a toll on their souls. Lori seeks to spread the word about the guilty remnants dangers while Tom's infiltration of the cult uncovers a whole new nest of problems. So in this, this third perspective of things <laughs> happening around the same time, mm-hmm. um, Oh, and, and I guess we forgot to mention in the in episode two, Jill and Tom meet oh, yeah. at a diner, and Lori drives them mm-hmm. drives Tom to the to to the diner for the meeting, and then in this one we see um, you know Lori and Tom in mm-hmm. the car, and yeah, everything to go with that. But and you you had a question from from last time. On whether um, or not Jill knew that the where the baby came from, and she did. Oh, okay. Yeah, you re yeah. re rewatched. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
I mean, I just just finished this morning. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So cool. And they, they they mentioned it at the at the in the diner. Okay. All right. But yeah, she refuses to see or to let Lori come in and talk to Lori. And Tom has made Jill promise that she won't tell her dad or Nora that she's right. meeting with Tom. Right. Or about the baby. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to. <laughs> are they? I mean, are they going to have to tell about the baby? I, I suspect. If Christine ever shows up, but well, I don't think she. But otherwise, would Tom have to tell? And, and why? Yeah. Uh, well, and in that episode, something we had briefly talked, talked about last time was about we saw in the the garbies at their best episode in season one that Lori had money because of the house they lived in and this episode episode three off ramp we see that she has no money that she's scrambling to get some money and she has to is that the episode where she yeah she yeah, breaks into the landlord's place to steal back her to re recover her laptop so yeah. she must have given all of her money to the guilty remnant when she was part of the group. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so why is it called off ramp? Uh, oh gosh. Um, <laughs> because they, they rescue one of the guilty remnant uh, members who's ready to leave the group and thought she was ready. Thought she was ready. Yeah. And put her in there in their support group and then she goes back to her family and, her husband and son yes and well they're going to the beach one day and she drives the wrong way on the off-ramp and on, kills them on purpose yeah yeah he, he should not have it. let her drive but you know he had to get his work done on and needed to make those phone calls and everything so and and I guess, you know, after she was home for a couple of weeks, then, you know, he got used to, I guess, having her there and figured she was okay. And, you know. After being in a cult? Yeah. I don't know. And I think, I mean, I know that she was going to a support group led by a psychiatrist, but that psychiatrist had also been in a cult. Mm -hmm. I think I would have or at least encourage my spouse to work with another therapist as well at the yeah. same time. And obviously you can't control that, but I'd be driving everywhere and I don't know. Not that I would have anticipated a murder-suicide like that, but I don't know. I think I'd minimize operating vehicles and handling sharp objects. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was also unclear whether or not um, Lori and Tom were, were scamming everybody too, or, I mean, were True. they really trying to help? Or I don't remember if it was this episode or another one where the hugging Tommy. Yeah. yeah that Tommy starts the hugging. Yeah. I don't remember if it was at the end of that or a later one. Um, 
At that point, when they, they were helping people escape the cult, I think that they were genuinely trying to help. But, um, I mean, we know here in this physical real world, we know what other cults have done with mass suicides and, and things like that. Right. I just wouldn't. I mean, maybe that guy never watched the Jim Jones TV movie with Powers Booth. Maybe he never saw or read about the David Koresh stuff or I forget what they were called. Um, was it in Japan? The mass suicides there that happened only a few years ago. I mean, there are cults all over the world. Right. That, that, that there had to have mass been suicides. Right. There had to have been something like that in their world also. One um, would think, and maybe he's just not aware, but anyway, and, and the, I other, am. the other thing <laughs> after Lori gets her laptop back, she sees two um, guilty remnant members standing in the street. Yeah. And kind of place chicken with them and they don't get out of the way. Yeah. And she hits them. Yeah. She hits them, probably kills them. Maybe. You can get yeah. hit by a car and not die, but. Yeah, you could. Yeah. That but was it's crazy. definitely a felony hit and run. So we'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. Episode four. Episode four Orange sticker mm-hmm. in the midst of an earthquake there's and this is still the first earthquake again mm-hmm. <laughs> so, back in jordan yeah yes back in jordan uh nora awakens to find kevin missing and her hopes of safety in their new town dashed mm-hmm. the murphys are left reeling after evie's disappearance home but without his memory of the night before or his cell phone, which would link him to the missing girls. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, an old enemy makes her return in an unexpected way. Oh, and that's right. So this is episode four, and it still takes place during that first mm-hmm. real night in Jordan. Uh, Jordan. Yes, yes. During the, the disappearance night, the night of John's birthday barbecue and Evie's disappearance. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and Nora thinking that that Kevin has disappeared, has departed. Oh, that's right. It's just, you know, just devastated. She was in a huge panic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because then, um, well, and it, it kind of, and then it goes to the the um, theory or hypothesis of another episode, Lens, coming mm-hmm. up, um, that all these people are disappearing around Nora. Right. Yeah, she, that she's the lens. Yeah, mm-hmm. we go from a matter of geography, her house as the lens or focal point to her being the lens. Yeah. That she's the common denominator. Yeah. 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 And the orange sticker referred to places ver- confirmed with no departures. 
And so we saw Michael then scratching off the orange, scratching the orange sticker off of their house or trying to, Mm -hmm. of his house, the Murphy's house. Yeah. And in this, we we also see, we see Patty again. Mm. And I guess she's the, the old enemy that they uh, refer to here. When, okay. When, when Kevin goes back to find his, cell phone well okay how he gets home the first time mm-hmm. he he walks i guess yeah yeah because um yeah and he tells nora where he found himself i think he mm-hmm. fessed up about all of that and she was understanding because there they still have a a good trusting relationship then yeah. And so she suggests, hey, we have to go help them look for Evie. We have got to, do, you know, that's what good neighbors do. Mm-hmm. Is that when she said that? That episode? Probably. Or is that later? Okay. But it also, so it yeah, let's go in lens. Oh, true. About the, the fundraiser. True. So. That is that. Yeah, that's <laughs> later because that was when they weren't feeling good about That's when they had. Um, okay an antagonistic relationship with the Murphy. So yeah, early on that, that this episode, episode four, they're going out to join the search party so that he can go find and retrieve his cell phone. And that would be the most plausible way um, because he'd be Mm -hmm. down in there looking for Evie. And then it would make sense that, Oh, I dropped my cell phone while I was down there looking, looking for clues. Yeah. Yeah. And so when he goes, when he goes back, um, I guess this is that evening after the, the whole search party and everything, when he goes back to look for the phone and Patty tells him, don't get in that car, Kevin. Oh yeah. (laughs) And then um, John pulls up and says, Hey, get in the car. I'll give you a ride home. No, (laughs) but they're not going home. Uh, instead, he went outside of the town to uh, to find Isaac, you know, because of the palm print. He oh, thought right. that was a, a message yeah. from um, from Isaac and it, Isaac was the one responsible. Right. So um, how could he not have gotten into the car? You know, he couldn't. How, he couldn't turn right. him down. Right. He said, well, yeah, Nora's coming to get me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but I'm here and I live right next door. We'll see her, you know, we'll see her yeah. on the way or something. So yeah, there's no way. Um, but then uh, John got shot in this right. one. Right. I'd forgotten mm-hmm. about that. And they, they, these two guys have an interesting relationship, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> John and, um, yeah. and John and Kevin. Um, because during the season, they, they, Kevin saves John's life. And then Mm -hmm. later (laughs) in some strange way, not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so yeah. So Kevin takes John to the clinic and John tells him to call Erica, who's a doctor. Mm -hmm. And Erica comes over and just removes the bullet and stitches him up. Yeah, no, no big, big deal. deal. But fortunately, John got shot in a place that wasn't going to be fatal anyway. Yeah. So, 
That's quite different later, foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, even to, to season three, foreshadowing. Um, anyway, <laughs> that we haven't seen yet and just seen the trailers and, you know. Anyway. Oh, I haven't seen it that closely yet, so. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, when, when you start studying the trailers. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yep. Um, he doesn't need to get shot again. Oh, my God. Uh, no, he doesn't need to. No, neither uh, one of them does. Um, I was about to say, Jesus Christ. And here it does come back on Easter. Lordy. <laughs> yes. and I That's right. Keep making those yeah. references all year. Exactly. Yeah, we talked about that last time, too. Yeah. How HBO yeah. does that with... <laughs> I mean, he is already risen twice. Does he need to be risen again? And if you're listening <laughs> to this, you know to who I am referring. And it ain't Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Um, yeah. Okay, I've already left out all the, the, the music in these past few episodes. So in episode two, there was... Um, where is my mind the original pixies version mm -hmm. and then in episode three there's the piano version mm -hmm. the piano cover of where is my mind and then in orange sticker there is um the cover of you're the one that i want oh yeah, yeah. but and all three of these i you know i can't stop listening to them oh and also uh, Patty Rickrolled Kevin in this one. <laughs> uh, when he when he went back looking for his phone, I think is when she did that. What does so, it mean again? Um, you know, uh, Rick Astley. Yeah, I know what it refers to, um, but I don't know what it she, means. She sang the song. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, I'd forgotten. Okay, yeah, I still remember. Yeah. Saying. That's right. Okay, dokie. Okay. And then next episode, No Room at the Inn. Mm. Reverend Matt Jameson takes his vegetative wife, Mary, outside of Miracle to seek answers about her condition. But their lives take a dangerous detour when Matt is barred from returning in to town. A little bit of other things happen, mm -hmm. too. Uh, Matt stops and tries to help someone and that goes wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, Matt races to get Mary back into Miracle while struggling to keep her safe from desperate tourists who are squatting just outside Miracle's gates. Mm -hmm. This was so, so frustrating. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, all he had to do was just... <laughs> <laughs> go to the appointment and come back and yeah i mean you'd think that they wouldn't have to wear wristbands anymore because mm -hmm. uh matt and mary have been there for probably three or four months by now yeah and like nora and kevin had been told wear your wristbands for what a few weeks or a month so if Matt has been right. there that long and he was invited mm -hmm. by the reverend and he's been working at the church 
don't the guards there know it? And why didn't the guards guards call the reverend or anyone in town to confirm that he's been preaching at the church? Oh, my God. (laughs) And I understand writing conceits. And I understand why he would stop to help those people and be a good Samaritan, because it's who he is anyway. And he is a reverend, so of course he's going to stop, even though he has his newly pregnant vegetative wife in the car. Mm -hmm. But the guy on the side of the road had a little boy with him. So of course you would think he's not going to be up to no good. He has a child, and the child needs help. And even if you were thinking about cell phones, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Maybe the cell phone doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> so what pissed me off the most was that he gets to the gates and the guards won't call anyone to help. And then when they finally do talk to John and John refuses to vouch for him, they won't talk to anyone else. And he is a reverend who's been preaching at the church all this time. So clearly the guards don't go to church. Come on. This is middle of nowhere, Texas. Everyone goes to church except for John. He's literally the only person in the whole town who does not go to church. Well, do the guards, are the guards residents? Are the, the, uh, the park rangers, are they residents of the town or are they from the outside? Even if they're they not. They might go to different churches. So if know? they're not, why didn't they call anyone else in town? Clearly, right. John is like the final arbiter. Does that mean, though, that mm-hmm. they have no mayor? They should. I guess John is unofficially the mayor then. Huh. I guess so. Yeah. Um, and we never did find out what his job is. His, his, you know, we know he works with the guys at the firehouse doing something, but we don't really know what it is. He might not have a job. I mean, Erica's a doctor. So this is another example of to the two male protagonists in the show. I mean, other than Matt, um, being supported by their wives. Yeah, but um, oh, that's okay. You know, when when they when they invite the um, Garveys over for um, John's birthday, she said, "Oh, you're working on your birthday." Oh, okay. So I mean, you didn't take that to mean that working means vetting and keeping magical thinking people in maybe. line. Maybe that is his job then. Yeah, that's how I took that. Okay. Like also working was going to beat up the palm reading guy and setting his house on fire. Yeah. That was also working. Yeah. And I don't think he gets paid for it unless he, I mean, we never saw it, but who knows? Maybe townspeople actually do pay him to, it, it could be like paying the bully not to beat them up. That's right. Protection money. Right. But I, I didn't get the feeling unless that is happening and they ended up editing that out. Maybe. But I took it to mean that, yeah, the working is just he's unofficially keeping magical thinking in line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or out. <laughs> yeah. 
um, episode six, Lens. Uh, some unexpected visitors get under Nora's skin, and she becomes preoccupied with a burning question about herself. Kevin's predicament becomes impossible to ignore. Erica finds an unlikely ally and reveals some haunting secrets. And this is one of my one of my favorite episodes of the season. And just like season one was one of my favorites of that season. <laughs> so this is where um, Erica's performance answered the questions. Is that it? Yeah, where they both yeah. should have been nominated. They both should have won yeah. for for the. For this scene um, yeah yeah so the unexpected visitors uh <laughs> these are the, the people who took a matter of geography a little too far <laughs> uh-huh so uh that this quote-unquote scientist or paranormal or paranormal scientist i guess because uh-huh. of what they believe um he comes to town with his equipment and is looking at the Murphys and Nora and Nora literally kicks him off the porch. Yeah. And then she gets the phone call from his supervisor woman Mm -hmm. who, when, when Nora finally accepts the call, she explains to Nora that they believe Nora is possessed by a demon, a very powerful demon. Mm-hmm. I forget which one. Azriel, something Azriel, like that. Yeah. 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 And then not the that's same when one Nora from hangs the, up the phone. Yeah. Not the same one from the Denzel Washington movie Fallen. That was Azazel. <laughs> I just remember it was an, an okay. AZ one. Yeah. That would have been funny mm-hmm. if it was the same one. But right. Yeah, so she hung up the phone and laughed. Um, but then she meets another. Um, what was her job title before? Because she met another her, <laughs> the guy in town questioning. Another a, a guy from the DSD, the Department yeah. of Sudden Departures. That's it. Um, but he's oh yeah, he's from a different division he's from secondary right um, Right. people who disappeared or departed or supposedly departed after october 14th yeah um and he investigates to see if their claims are real or if it was just like a staged disappearance or some other type of disappearance yeah not a real departure yeah and so he has the new questions mm-hmm. and she wants to get her hands on those that's right and she does and then she goes through the questions that was pretty Erica. sneaky yeah. okay the, the the thing that i noticed this time on which watch is this five or six? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> During the, okay. When she, when she takes the, um, the questionnaire from his briefcase, it's during the slideshow at the fundraiser mm-hmm. and the line of the song that's, that's on at that time is 
I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> it's that pretty much describes the look that Kevin has on his face. Oh, yeah. It's like, what the hell? She's pulling off a heist. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And so it it is interesting because when she's asking Erica the questions, just based on the the look on Nora's face, the impression I'm getting is that Erica's answers indicate that Evie departed. Mm -hmm. That it was a secondary departure. That it was legitimate. And can I jump ahead in my, in a question real quick? Can I ask a revealing question? Okay. (laughs) Since people listening to this should know what, what happens. Yeah. Um, so what, what that made me wonder after I saw the whole thing and then on a rewatch is, does that mean that Evie and the girls, um, had access to at least the original questionnaire? I think they did. Interesting. Huh. I, I, I don't know how, but. Well, how Meg could could get access to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. Now what we know. (laughs) Yeah. I think they must have. Um, Mm -hmm. And when you look back, even to something little like her having a seizure at the barbecue that night, she might have had one anyway but the fat you know quote unquote had one it obviously she legitimately had epilepsy but the fact that nora and kevin were there that night and and with nora's job um that may have clinched her deciding to have a seizure that night in front of witnesses just an example, you know? Okay. Yeah. And then, okay, and now I have other questions about, but I, I guess I'll get to it okay. later, okay. In future episodes. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, gosh. Episode seven, mm. a most powerful adversary. Mm. Nora gives Kevin and Jill news they weren't expecting. Lori makes a rash decision that affects the Garveys. Kevin deals with the fallout of Nora's news and explores his options, re-tackling his patty problem head on. Okay, but now I want to go back okay. <laughs> and talk about the, the throwing rocks through the windows. Oh, yeah. Okay, and one other thing real quick that we didn't mention with episode five, No mm-hmm. Room at the End. Mm-hmm. When Matt wasn't able to get back into town, um, he did. He actually did get back into town with Mary and they retrieved both of the wristbands, but he decided not to stay because if he couldn't be honest about Mary having his claim that Mary woke up that night and they had consensual sex, then he refused to stay in town. So mm-hmm. he left Mary in town in the care of Nora and Kevin and he left. So Nora, Kevin and Jill 
now have Mary that they're also taking care of. Mm -hmm. Really, Nora and Jill are taking care of her in addition to baby Lily. Okay. (laughs) Now let's, now let's talk about a most powerful adversary because in light of Nora's decision. And the, the the rocks through the windows Mm -hmm. that, um, uh, yeah. First Nora through through um, the Murphy's window, and then at the end, um, Erica. Erica through a rock through the Garvey's window. Mm-hmm. So um, why why do you think Nora threw the rock through their window? That's still a mystery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me. the mystery be. Then let's just I move know. on. No, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But, I mean, um, Erica throwing it into theirs to me makes more sense because I think she, I think it dawned on her that it must have been Nora who threw it through theirs after the questions. And just the way that, um, that Nora was asking the questions. Yes. And um, I think, you know, Erica could, Erica could read her a lot more easily mm-hmm. than Nora could read Erica. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, Definitely. Because then Nora would not have been so upset at the end when the, yeah. when the tables were turned and, yeah. and Erica started asking her the questions about yeah. her children. Yeah. Definitely. So. Yeah. Oh, in that episode too, back to Lynn's real quick, is when we found out about why Erica kept burying and unburying those birds in the box. Yes. And why that one came out alive. What she had planned on doing that day that Evie disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, that ended up being a bit of foreshadowing, or at least it helps explain something later in a few episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, what else? There's something else with that. Okay. Well, that's it. Whatever. Okay. I forget. (laughs) Lost my train of thought. I know it's all, it's all mixed up anyway. Yeah. It's one, one big 10 hour movie. Yeah. Someone will get mad if if we say that. But anyway, but the bird thing, yeah, that was the bird <laughs> thing was it. important. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. The news, uh, Kevin and Jill, the news they weren't expecting, but now um, Nora knows that Kevin has been hallucinating and seeing Patty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Nora leaves. She can't deal with that. And mm-hmm. I don't really understand that. I mean, I, I can, okay. I can imagine that. Yeah. That would totally freak her out and she would want him to get help, but that that yeah. would make her leave. Yeah. I mean, considering the, all the other weirdness Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the freaking <laughs> thing that would push her over the edge and like that would piss her off. That's the one thing yeah. that's like beyond his control, except that he could go back on medication. 
But it's like she had mm-hmm. praised him for going off of all of his meds before. And yet, if he went back on the meds, he might stop seeing Patty. Now, probably not because his father stopped supposedly. Okay. He probably didn't stop seeing and hearing people. It's just he gets along with them now because he does what they said. We don't know for sure. But um, but anyway, yeah. So that just really bothered me that he that she got pissed off at him after he fessed up. He, he got really honest. And, and then she leaves. It's like, OK, you're sick. You you have schizophrenia. So I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, when when that's right, that's when he really, really needs help. I buried a body. I might have something to do with Evie's disappearance. Maybe I killed them all. I mean, who knows? You know Uh what I mean? Yeah. And those are okay. You stayed with me through that. Oh, but now I admit that I'm hallucinating and I'm really scared about it, freaked out. I don't know what to do. Okay, now it's too much. I'm leaving. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not taking your daughter, who's been an absolute saint, helping me with a baby and Mary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave her here with you. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe Jill can help. <laughs> and Jill's pissed at Kevin that Nora left. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Doesn't she say that? Too? What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. And um, it was also really freaky that he can't, he doesn't know where the key is to the handcuffs. He can't figure it out. And it was because Nora left a note for him on the chair, but Patty was sitting on the chair. So you couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. And then that pisses off Nora when she finds that out later. Yeah. And at the end of this one, uh, you know, he, he, finds that well i guess does he remember that he's been there before no okay but he he goes out to michael's grandfather's place and um so we find out though that he's erica's dad right mm-hmm. yeah even though he did something mean, he hurt john but he's erica's dad yeah, it's so, Erica's dad, and John shot him, and that's yeah. why John um, was, was in, in prison. prison. He tried to kill. Yeah, him. Tried yeah. To kill him. So the night of Evie's disappearance, when Kevin found himself at the bottom of the dried-up lake with the cement block chained to his ankle, turns out he had been to Michael's grandfather's place first. I'm blanking on his name. Um, the grandfather's name. Um, He had been there first, gotten this advice that he had to die in order to get rid of his most powerful adversary. And he, um, Virgil, that's his name. So he decided that to do that, he would go drown himself. Mm -hmm. And so now he's being told, no, that that's not the best way to do it. And he needs a guide to do it, to help him. Um, and so Virgil gives him poison to drink. Oh, and it's Michael who took him out there. Yeah. And also in a previous episode, um, Virgil runs into Nora. Mm. When she's at the, at the store um, and she's buying cigarettes and something. And 
Um, and he says to, he kind of freaks her out saying, I'm sorry for your loss, you know, talking about oh, yeah. her family yeah. and, um, the, the store owner says, Virgil, you can't do that to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and another time, I mean, Virgil has approached Kevin before, I think in the visitor center, yeah. the day they arrived. Exactly. And Michael mm-hmm. took him out there another time after the first night, you know, so we saw him go out there and then Kevin got pissed off threw Michael's bicycle out of the truck and drove off. But this time Kevin is willing to go through with it because Nora has left him and he wants his life back. Mm -hmm. And so the episode ends with, he drinks the poison and he dies and Virgil promised he he has a a syringe. Yeah, it's going to bring him back. And then we see him just shoot that into the air, and and all the adrenaline the leaves uh, epinephrine leaves epinephrine. Yeah, Um, he empties the syringe, and then he shoots and kills himself. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh my god, Kevin is gone forever. Exactly. But then Michael comes into the house the trailer and starts to pull him out. Right. Isn't that how it ended? That's how it ended. Yeah. And then we were all freaking out for a week. Yeah. Oh my God. And then we, um, the next episode it's international crazy. assassin. Exactly. It is crazy. <laughs> and on IMDb, it has a 9.6 rating out of mm-hmm. 10. Most Powerful Adversary had a 9.5, so 9.6. It's the highest so far of that season until the 10th episode. Mm-hmm. So in the wake of Kevin's desperate decision to vanquish Patty, questions and answers emerge as the world adjusts <laughs> to the repercussions of what comes next. So we're basically in a different world mm-hmm. <laughs> here. That's how it adjusts. And we see all the people, the people who've died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we see Patty, yeah. Gladys, Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, Virgil is there working at the desk, giving him advice, like don't drink the water because it'll make you forget everything. Um, oh, it's called International Assassin. Because, oh, okay. Wait, something we had referred to the last time we talked oh, about not objectifying <laughs> men, but enjoying no, just this look. one man. Yeah, no, no, enjoying looking yeah. occasionally. Oh, okay, yeah. When he emerges, you know, he wakes up in the yeah. submerged in the water in the bathtub, and then he comes slithering out of it, and yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, so anyway, so he slithers out of the bathtub, <laughs> naked and wet on the floor. <laughs> very tattooed. <laughs> and very yeah, buff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he walks over to the wardrobe in the hotel. So he's in a hotel. He, so, he puts okay, a towel I'm sorry, on. but he would have been, just, Justin Thoreau would have been great on Oz with all the oh. tattoos and the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, he would have been great on yeah. us, but so know. he doesn't fully dry off. He just throws this towel 
very low <laughs> around his hips. Honey, you know every detail. Of oh, yeah, that part I remember. <laughs> I have to look up names and yeah. she's mm-hmm. saying what? Okay. <laughs> Well, and part of that I remember because like, oh my God, I would have dried off. I would have been cold. And so anyway, I would have dried off and then I would have. Even not knowing where you were and why you were there. You wouldn't have just wrapped the towel around you and. Because I get cold. So I would maybe, yes, I might have wrapped it around me, but I definitely would have dried off more than that first. Okay. And in case there were other people in there, I mean, I'm not that modest, but in case there were like other people in the room, I would have covered up more than that. Okay. You know, little bit. So anyway, no drying off, throws the towel low around his hips, goes out there to the wardrobe and the outside of it said, what, know thyself and, and, uh, what, dress thyself accordingly something like that that, yeah okay so he opens up the wardrobe and there's like priest's outfit cop's outfit uniform and then a suit you know a man's nice suit so he puts the suit on and oh the tv starts zapping with static and then you know he tries to turn that down and and there's a knock at the door dude with flowers and he says yeah mr harvey he says no it's garvey guy starts to you know gives him the flowers turns around and then the guy starts to kill him tries to kill him and so Mm -hmm. later we discover that's why it's called international assassin because he chose the outfit of an international assassin that's right (laughs) and so that's what the whole episode is about he then has to try to kill Patty, who's a politician running for what? Senator? Or governor? President. President. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a yeah. senator now. Oh, okay. So. In the meantime, he sees this little girl floating face down in a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. And he goes to save her. And then a guy that we assume is her dad comes out there and starts yelling at her and berating her and what calling her stupid for having fallen in it doesn't mm-hmm. thank kevin and yeah like i told you you couldn't swim <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah at one point he um he see oh there's a fire alarm he sees um another guy with flowers and he goes up suspiciously are those from you know those for garvey or harvey it's like no not unless you know, those for me blah blah not unless your name is uh jameson and so oh, he yeah, follows that guy yeah. and um, he sees him go to a door and he sees Mary. That was cool. But Mary's not dead. Right. She's just kind of between worlds. Then. Yeah. So it's not just dead people. Yeah. It's like limbo. Yeah. 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 And so I guess she hasn't had the water yet either. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So that was very cool. Uh, at one point the TV is staticky again and it works and his dad comes through through like some fire smoke symbol in Australia and his dad says you need to take her to the well and yet Mm -hmm. Virgil had told him that he needs to use the gun that's going to be in politician Patty's room 
taped inside the toilet lid or something. And when he does that, Patty says that it's not that she's not really Patty, that um, she was a, a double, a body double. He kills her anyway, but then he's still there. Mm-hmm. So it must not have been her. That's right. I'm going into all these details about it because I loved this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this this episode and and Lens were like the two best of the season. Yeah. So, who ended up being Patty? The little girl. Oh. I wonder what would have happened if he had just let her drown then. Um if or if he hadn't seen her or whatever maybe after he killed um adult patty then would he have gone back because the little girl was already dead or you know because i i would think he would still have to complete his mission i wonder too part of me thinks that he's the one who had to do it okay so patty in whatever form yeah, he would have had to kill, but these things keep happening yeah. at the hotel. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to stay a mystery because I'll bet that if we asked, yeah, Lindelof, like, we wouldn't get an answer. It's, yeah, it's like yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. because it it just like with Matt, it's in Kevin's nature to save people. It was hard for him, I think, to kill even politician Patty. You know, I mean, he didn't want to kill real life Patty. He was going to set her free, even though he would have ended up, he suspected being, or he was certain, you know, being arrested and probably thrown into jail. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't going to kill her, even to save himself. Right. Right. And so I think he ended up killing her there in limbo or wherever this place was because he, uh, he just finally had to get his life back. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So then when he took little girl Patty to the well, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So sad. And he, well, first he killed the man who wasn't her dad. He was her husband. And that's how he figured out, who little the little girl really was because right. the man said something about I can't even find anyone to take a dump on me. Right. And he uh, knew yeah. that is your name Neil? Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And little girl Patty, he was even like boosting her self esteem and comforting her and and then she tried to help him mm-hmm. out. Would it be easier if I closed my eyes and and when he pushed her, it didn't kill her. And then she turned into adult Patty and she didn't die. So he went down in there to drown her. Yeah. And then there's the earthquake and he, he did come back and yeah. emerged from the ground. Michael had to bury him in the ground. And like Michael he was a little bird. <laughs> yes. And how long did Michael say he had been under that? Like eight, eight hours, hours. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. But we didn't find out about that 
until episode 10. Yeah. Yeah. We had another flashback episode in between. Right. Right. <sighs> Called 1013. <laughs> Nine. Yeah. And we uh we see we see an old friend again. Um <laughs> and that and that this went all the way back to pre-season one, the That's day right. before yeah. the pilot episode of season one. At, at least is where this started, the very beginning of it. So we hadn't seen that before? No, we knew that Meg's mother died the day before the departures. That's why it's called 1013. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the departures happened on 1014. Yeah. And her mother died the day before. So this lunch with her mother was the day that her mother died, which we now get to see. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you binge watch. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a personal loss and subsequent pilgrimage to Miracle offer clues on why Meg embarked on her path as a remnant crusader. Mm. After a fallout with Lori, Tom Tom seeks to reunite with Meg. That's disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> because in what episode three, mm. we, we saw what happened between him and Meg. Before, and I think that was the first time they met. Yeah, she raped him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bothersome. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, he he didn't him. seem overly no. bothered. No. That's why I only used that word instead of disturbing i mean i was disturbed at first but then when he didn't seem even overly bothered then like well mm-hmm. yeah he he asked her about it here yeah why did you I, have sex with me why, yeah why did you fuck me oh okay that's right okay. and you know it's like, oh okay and then she answered in a way that hinted at something I think I remember saying in a podcast a year and a half ago when we were watching them first run (laughs) because I was saying, Oh my God, I hope she does not get pregnant. And her answer to him was, I was trying to get you pregnant Mm -hmm. or maybe I was trying to get, I forget which. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the right line. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what she wanted to do. Make another, I mean, would it be another baby Wayne? You know, another, um, uh, another Lily? Lord only knows. Yeah. A special baby. Yeah. So we see back in a flashback that, so here's when the palm reader, palm print guy was important. Because when Meg and her husband made a pilgrimage, yes. no, uh, fiance, her fiance made mm-hmm. a pilgrimage to Jardin, her real reason to want to go there was to have a reading with him. Mm-hmm. And she told her fiance that it didn't work, that it was nothing, that he was a fraud, but he wasn't. She got mm-hmm. a message from him or through him from her mother. Um, and we don't know what else he told her from reading her print or, or the, the spitball thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she met Evie. Right. So mm-hmm. 
and yeah. that set off everything. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and so that set off this. And I guess departure. they 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 kept in right. They kept in touch, and as I don't know if they if they planned all this from the beginning or if you know it just happened along the way that um Meg joined the guilty remnant mm-hmm. and then said hey you know or maybe sent a letter to Evie said you guys should join me we could really shake things up or whatever you know that's true i had assumed that that's it that Meg ended up later joining the guilty remnant then after she became a fanatic then thought about it and contacted eb but what you just said there that could be right maybe she got the idea right then and there um after the palm thing the guy and meeting evie maybe that just maybe a light switch went off and maybe that started this cascade or maybe even evie sparked Mm -hmm. it maybe evie had some idea Mm -hmm. So maybe they were co-masterminds. I mean, I think uh, that Meg was ultimately it, especially because in episode 10, when uh, Kevin's walking through the visitor center, Meg is the leader, not Evie. Um, But you could be right. Maybe the way, maybe when Meg joins the guilty remnant, she seems all hesitant and everything. It could all be an act. Mm -hmm. But I... I I thought and I I think that she thinks of it later. But we don't know. Yeah. It, it it is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What happened happened. Let the mystery yep. be. <laughs> yep. Yep. So But you know, something about that, the mystery mm-hmm. in this season, season two, there aren't that many mysteries, considering how many flashbacks. Mm-hmm how many puzzle pieces get filled in there aren't that many really right they gave us so much that in spite of that song at the beginning of every episode and episode to episode we kept teasing about let the mystery be but now in retrospect there aren't that many during the season. Yeah, they, they probably just did that to throw us off, you know? Yeah. Trolling. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. The ones that do exist are fabulous. Mm-hmm. But the season mm-hmm. as a whole is so satisfying. And nice. we got a lot of questions answered. Yeah, yeah. So who knew we needed this other flashback? Yeah, but we did. Right, yeah. We did. Yeah. So, um, oh, and out, yeah, the girls did not depart. Yep. And what they, what they were planning. And, uh, so everything converges with the next episode. Well, and so who were all of those people outside, uh, or not all, but it looked like about half of the people outside of Jarden were actually guilty remnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Waiting. Right. All part of the for plan. This thing. Yeah. And they were all talking and acting like just random people. But then with that countdown, that one hour, right when the last couple minutes, they all took their clothes off and put their whites on and 
got ready to storm the bridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was wild. And there were no explosives in the trunk uh, truck. Right. Right. Even though they, they talked about it though. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but no. Yeah. Oh, and okay. sorry. And that's it. That's during episode 10. Episode yeah. 10. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 10, I live here now. Kevin comes clean to a skeptical John about his connection to Evie's disappearance. Mm. As Miracle faces an unexpected threat on the fourth anniversary of the departure. Mm. Um, so Mary wakes up and well, Nora sees it. I'm jumping out. Yeah, around. but first, okay. yeah. <laughs> we'll go, go back to um, uh, Kevin's back. To Kevin. Okay. Yeah. The end of episode eight goes to the beginning of this, and we okay. see, yeah, we, I think we, we start there where, um, you know, Kevin wakes up in the in the woods there with uh, with Michael. Yeah, and Michael is shocked. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he's never tried it before. Yeah, he's just heard the uh, the stories of of how it works. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess he, even though you know he's been out there visiting his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And heard that it worked for his grandfather. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he try it with a like Erica, you know, with a bird or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, so he's Kevin's back, and he remembers what happened the night of the disappearance. And he remembered that they didn't really depart. Right. He saw them. Mm-hmm. And so he knows they didn't depart. So he goes to tell John that. Yeah. And at the same time, John gets the news that the, the palm print matched his neighbor, Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, John doesn't like to talk or listen. No. Yeah. More importantly, he doesn't like to listen. Right. Like if you don't tell me what I want to hear, then, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm going to uh, shoot you or mm-hmm. beat you up or burn your mm-hmm. house down or all of the above. Yeah, which he pretty much did. But then um, he's surprised when he goes over to the house and Lori is there. Oh, yeah. He has to like back off a little. (laughs) It's like, wait, you're not Kevin. I can't just rip you out of the house. (laughs) Yeah. So. um, So, yeah, Lori made it into town and that seemed pretty easy, but. um, (laughs) That's right. Yeah. But way back, you know, a few episodes ago, Matt and Mary were having trouble getting back into town. Well, though, this hmm. was because um, she and Kevin still have the same last name. Right. Yeah. So Kevin was able to get her in because they could be married, even though they're not. Well, yeah. Isn't but, that it? Or, but someone else would have had to come and get her because, you know, Kevin was still out in the no because kevin i thought kevin brought her in and that was before he decided to go off and die to fight patty because he and Lori had been talking he confessed to her that he was seeing patty okay. yeah they had been right. hallucinating uh well he didn't admit hallucinating but she 
was trying to talk him into being rational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess I, I skipped something in my, uh, in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he had, he had already gotten her in. Okay. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, so she's at the house and Jill at first was refusing to talk to her and um, Lori saying, you have to talk to me at some point and have to, and Jill's like, I do not. And, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it seems that, that what's John actually does listen to a little bit of what Kevin says, but then when little. Kevin says, well, maybe, maybe Evie didn't love you. Uh, and then that's yeah. when, that's when he shoots him. In that's the when, dog kennel area. Yeah. 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 And in the meantime, so we've sort of skipped some stuff here. We've skipped a lot. Yes. Yeah. But so in the meantime, then <laughs> someone, so John leaves that area. No one's in there. But in the meantime, Evie and her friends have revealed themselves on the bridge. And so when John comes out, then he hears that. And so he runs over and of course then doesn't tell anyone, Hey, Oh my God, I just shot someone go in there and save him. Right. Yeah. And there, there was, there was another earthquake and Mary woke up. Mary woke up while Nora and, is taking care of her and feeding her. Yeah. And so she takes yeah. her her out. Out to see me. And this is before so, the bridge happened, before Evie and the friends are on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. They're visiting. And I guess then was Matt get, Matt was gonna come back into town. Yeah. Or, well, no, I he guess. he was saying you have to take her back in. And she says, Oh no, I'll go over and feed Lily. And, okay. you know, you have time. Y'all, y'all visit for a little bit. Gotcha. And that's, that was sort of the mistake because then that's when the tra- trailer happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that creepy lady, that's not your baby. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. I wonder if that's foreshadowing for season three at all. No. Okay. I hope not. I mean, it's just so I don't think so. Random. I think it was just, you know, for the, for her, you know, grabbing lily and just additional drama it's just so weird yeah yeah i i don't think it'll okay because it was just so brief and i mean i'm glad nothing else came of it like it wasn't a cliffhanger at the end of the season thank god okay (sighs) so then the bridge happens yeah and revealed that the half of those people were guilty remnants okay kevin Mm -hmm. Back to the bathtub. <laughs> there he is again. <laughs> and and okay, this this time when he's in the hotel, this I I get this confused because it's like, wait, the hotel episode that was that was yeah. in you know, and so this is when he sings the sad karaoke, which I thought was in well, the earlier episode. So but first, this time back at the wardrobe, this time yes, he knew he himself. He knew Mm -hmm. to put on the police uniform Mm -hmm. and he got a call in the room. So he couldn't, he tried the TV, couldn't get his dad and he got a call in the room that there was a fight um, downstairs in the bar. They needed him to come down to break up the fight. And he goes down there. There is no fight. He talks to a guy sitting at the bar and it's the same guy who tried to okay. stop him from going across the burning bridge with little girl Patty. 
when he was taking her to the well mm-hmm. at the end of International Assassin. And so he just sits at the bar and has, has a drink with him while some woman is up there playing spin the wheel to sing a, a karaoke song. And then she's done as who's next. And he doesn't want to go, but, but she says, Hey, how about you? And, right. and he had just commented to the guy, you know, I, how do I get out of here? I have to go back. And, you know, why do you want to go back? And, Oh, your family, all that, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. cause I deserve to. Yeah. And so finally he gets up there and, it's going to sing, but he has to spin the wheel first. And I don't remember all the songs on the wheel, but one of them is like Madonna, like a virgin. Right. No, it's like a prayer. Like a prayer. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's better. <laughs> yeah. But he, but he gets Simon and Gar- Garfunkel homeward bound. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh my God. So I was at, you already know this, but I was at um, <laughs> a biodiversity conference a few weeks ago in North Carolina. And Paul Simon sang at the keynote talk and he ended up singing homeward bound and of course his version is good but i tell you nothing can beat kevin garvey's version of it yeah the feeling that 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 justin thoreau put into that oh my god yeah Yeah. he deserves an emmy golden globe he deserved for that well maybe for season three but it won't be for that scene. Oh, no, it won't be. But I have a feeling he might be back in the hotel or something like it. I don't know. <laughs> and we weren't giving the Soupy Awards then. You know, we're going to have to give him a retroactive one. There you go. The, for, for a couple different things. <laughs> best tattoos? No, best bathtub immersion. Uh, um, What's the opposite of immersion? Uh, emergence. emergence. Best yeah. bathtub emergence scene <laughs> and best karaoke scene. No, best sad karaoke scene. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just going for best karaoke, okay? Because he just deserves it in general, okay? Uh, Seriously. Seriously. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. And that brings him back. It does. But he still, he still has this massive gaping hole all the way through his chest. Mm -hmm. The bullet came all the way through. He gets up. Someone had let (laughs) the dogs out. Who? (laughs) We don't know. Who who. let the dogs out? We don't know who. who. Thank you. Thank you for doing that, though. I was hoping. <laughs> but his dog stayed there, and he thanked his dog for waiting for him. Oh, I know. It's so sweet. Of course, then his dog leaves him once they get outside into the chaos. It's like, oh, you're okay. You're alive. Come on. Yeah, the burning <laughs> chaos of the town. Um, And he's still bleeding everywhere. And then what? Did John find? No, he goes to the clinic, and he's like... And he's like looking for a bandit. I, I did. Did you see the the blood smeared on the wall behind yes. him? Where it's like, oh my god! And yeah. John goes there looking for Erica, mm-hmm. and finds Kevin. Yeah, and he's stunned. It's like I killed it's like you. I killed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, guy. 
Um, but he helps them, cleans them up a little bit. And, uh, and Kevin didn't <laughs> even tell him, yeah, you did. And he say, I guess not, or a bullet went right through or something. He's, he's, yeah, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was like, it was, it was funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, gotcha. <laughs> or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And um, then he goes home. And yeah. what did, what did he find? Well, first they're, they're out, outside their, their houses and. Um, oh yeah. John, John asks him. John first. asks yeah. him. What if no one's home? Oh yeah. And said then you come over to my house. Oh yeah. Uh, so these. But these Kevin doesn't even know what's going to be in his house. <laughs> he true. doesn't. You bury doesn't. a body together, and you've got each other's backs, which makes sense. Right. You but kill then this is, I come you back. You kill a guy. <laughs> you shoot a hole in someone's back, and then he's got your back. Like I've got no more back, so I've got yours. Okay. What? <laughs> Just wow. Yeah. So we don't so, know who's in John's house. No. But we end up seeing who's in Kevin's. Right. Right. It's the whole family. So we 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 pan um, the room. Matt, yeah, we've got um of course Jill and then Matt and Mary, um, Tom Lori. and yeah, Lori, Lori uh and, and Lily. And then, and Nora. And again, uh, Nora has the last line of the season. Doesn't she say to him, you're home? You're home. Oh. Yeah. I still get chills. Teary chills. Just look what I found. (laughs) Yeah. So I wonder if she'll have the last line of the series. Oh, yeah. Wow. (sighs) Oh. Just so good. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it funny? So, I mean, it's not funny because they obviously plan it and they're very, very good. Um, the, the very first episode of the first season starts with the departures. Um, I mean, the, the first few minutes of it. Um, first episode of this season didn't the very beginning didn't start with the departures, but the end of the first episode had supposed departures. Mm-hmm. The very end of both seasons um, had home and family mm-hmm. coming together. This one more extended, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one had Tommy and Lori coming together and Jill, Nora, Kevin, and Lily coming together. And and now we have those six plus Mary and Matt. Mm-hmm. And their baby. Oh, right. Yeah, their future yeah. baby. Their future baby, yeah. Yeah, so what will it be at the end of the whole series? Yeah. You know, it could be full circle with no one or departures. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I mean, that would be the full circle, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to let that mystery be? 
Oh, of course. Wherever I, I, they are. Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to, I'm not going to try to predict or speculate because I, I do enjoy letting the mystery be here, but I am yeah. looking forward to watching it unfold. And I certainly don't want any of our friends here to depart that way or any other way. way or another. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find you. <laughs> or not. Or not. But we can't kill Kevin, so. I hope we cannot. We better not. They've tried twice. I know, and three better not be the magic number here no oh that we we certainly are going to be reunited with his father Mm -hmm. he's in australia and we know that season three happens in australia and even if it's not reunited with him alive then his dead body has to be there if he died so (laughs) i want him to be alive i love him yeah Yeah. well is awesome we we saw him on the tv yep and we don't know how long the time jump or if there's one. Yeah. Um, so we might be going into that same time period or one not long after. Because, I mean, Kevin's got to recover from being shot. Um, yeah. I mean, it's at least going to be it's gonna... days later just because it takes, you know, it's going to take a few days to fly there from Texas. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he probably shouldn't be flying until like, you know, like a month or so at least. Uh, I know. But knowing them, yeah, who knows? So it'll be right. be at least a week later, one would think. <laughs> and doesn't, how much money does Nora have left? I don't know. Because, I mean, she had the the settlements, the, the DSD money, and <sighs> then she had the money from selling the house and... Yeah. Well, of course, and- that was used in buying the new house. And then part of the settlement money also was used in buying the new house. Yeah. but And now I was about to say they could just sell this, but is anything going to be worth anything in Jarden anymore? Ugh. Yeah, don't know. Well, we know that they make it to Australia, so yeah. whatever. However they get there, we know they get there. Right. <laughs> So we'll we'll have a season three uh, show with with all the all the details. We'll look at all of the, uh, the trailers that were released and make up our own theories and yeah, or questions. Uh, we'll questions. ask our own questions. Right. There's so many. Yep. <sighs> Indeed. So we will not let the mystery be 